I do want to share just a few things that I oftentimes notice, and I'm going to deter, Brother John, the message is not the church and it's you tonight, but for just a few moments, I want to draw your attention to 1 Corinthians chapter number 9, and as you begin to think about the Christian life, you begin to think about these young people, and some things that I often take note of when the young people come back from youth camp, and oftentimes whenever we go through a revival meeting or whenever we find ourselves in the midst of a missions conference or a special meeting, we get so stirred up about things. And it's a great thing to get stirred up. But I wonder, why does that flame always burn out? It always goes out at certain times and we've got to get that fire rekindled. And you come to the life of Paul, 1 Corinthians, notice when what the Bible says in verse number 15 of chapter number 9. But I have used none of these things, neither have I written these things, that it should be done unto me. For it were better for me to die that, than that any man should make my glorying void. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. For if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me, what is my reward then? Verily, that when I preach the gospel, I may make the gospel of Christ without charge, that I abuse not my power in the gospel. For though I be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the more. And unto the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain the Jews. To them that are under the law is under the law, that it, I might gain them that are under the law. To them that are without laws, without law, being not without law to God, but under the law to Christ, that I might gain them that are without law. To the weak became I as weak, that I might gain the weak. I made all things to all men, that I might by all means save some. And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker thereof with you. Know ye not that... They which run in a race run all, but one obtained the prize, or receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection, lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. Draw your attention for just a moment to verse 16. For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. As young people oftentimes will go away for a week of, of teen camp and they'll no doubt be, be stirred and the, the Lord will begin to do a work in their lives. And as you heard tonight, the, the testimonies of these young men and, and those who were at the camp, as you talk to them and ask them, hey, what was it like? They'll, they'll pour their heart out to you. And there are some things that we find in this portion of Scripture that I notice oftentimes after a big meeting that I pray would not only be something that encourages us, but that it would stick. Notice with me three short things that we see about the life of Paul that I oftentimes notice whenever young people come back and as they get plugged right back in, as they start to do things and they start to make those decisions that you begin to see those things taking place. But it's something that we ought to pray tonight that it would stick. 
As Brother John said, not, not having this mentality of, oh, we'll see how long it lasts, but no, let's help them to make it last. Let's do something with them. Notice with me three things. In verse number 16, he says, For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me, yea, woe is unto me, if I preach not the gospel. In verse 17 on down, he begins to go on and he begins to deal with different people groups and he begins to say, I became all. As he begins to deal with this to the weak in verse number 22, he says, became I as weak. He goes on to say in verse 21, to them with our, that are without laws, without law. He begins to deal with each of these groups that I was trying to reach these people. Three things that I see. The first thing that I oftentimes see is that they come back with a servant's heart. A servant's heart. I don't know about you, but it stirs me up whenever these young people get active and they say, hey, I want to be all in. Well, what does that begin to do with? They, they, they sell out to God right away. They begin to serve. And you begin to think about this portion of Scripture right here. In the very end of the portion of Scripture in 1 Corinthians 9, he goes on to deal with this, and he goes on to deal with the gospel, and he says in verse number 27, but I keep under my body and bring into subjection, lest I, any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. As he's dealing with the gospel's sake, in verse 23 he says, And this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be partaker thereof with you. One of the things that I noticed as they were beginning to deal with their testimonies is that they were saying that there was one message that stuck out. What was that message? It was the message simply of the gospel. What makes Jesus cry? What makes Jesus weep? As you go and you think about the decisions that are made, oftentimes in the Christian life, decisions are made when we realize that, hold up for just a minute. You mean to tell me that Jesus knew just how sinful I would still be? He still went to the cross? You mean to tell me that Jesus knew all of the things that I was going to do and all of the times that I was going to tell Him no and all the times that I was going to forsake Him and His will and He still went to the cross? As you come to this portion of Scripture, you come to realize in verse number 16 that he says, For though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory. It's nothing of me. But Jesus made a difference in his life. Can I share with you this week, as these young people have come back, it's nothing of them, but Jesus has made a difference in their life. Jesus is the difference maker. As you come and you begin to see some things that stick out, I begin to notice that Paul was a servant. But the oftentimes when we come back from great revival meetings or youth conferences or, or special meetings of any sort, that all of a sudden we begin to die to self and we begin to become servants. True servants. Servants that don't need any recognition. Servants that don't need any pats on the back, but just servants because, wait a second, Jesus died for me? Jesus died for me? The second thing we see here, and we'll come to a point in just a moment, is that you begin to see in verse number 16 that he says, For necessity is laid upon me, yea, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. We oftentimes see that these young people are very selfless. They come back and they're asking, what can I do? And as you begin to think about your own personal life, could I ask you, when was the last time that you were selfless? We're very selfish people right at the core. 
The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 10, 31, whether therefore ye eat or drink or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. Matthew 5, 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. But truth of the matter is, if we could rewrite Matthew 5, 16 in our modern day Christianity, it would say something like this, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify you this time. Paul was selfless. These young people were selfless. Oftentimes we come back from special meetings and we begin to not only have a servant spirit, but we say, you know what, it's not about me. Because once again, hold up for just a moment. Jesus died for me still? As I began to listen to the testimonies of these young people, I couldn't help but get stirred because I kept hearing them saying that they were all in. I get excited about that. Because here's what I want to do when I hear a young person Say that they're all in. Stand up, Jacob. You're the closest one to me. I'm going I'm to turn this on. I'm going to turn this thing off. You're familiar with it in sports. In, in sports, free agency is, is a, a popular time, and whenever free agency comes up, there are athletes who are trying to link up together. Imagine for just a moment, these young people have just come back from camp. Let me get you, you all you boys to stand up for just a moment. They've all come back from camp, and they're stirred up. And I wonder what our church could do if this is what we did. Let's do it together. Grab on, Eric. Grab on, Jaden. Grab on, Jared. Let's do this together. Noah, come here. Grab on, Noah. Brother Ernie, come here for just a moment if you would. Grab on, Brother Ernie. Miss Jenny, come on up here for just a moment. Grab on. Let's do this thing together. Let's link up. Hey, let's all be all in. Let's not just expect these young people to be all in. Let's be all in. Let's do something. Let's do something for God. But as these young people, these younger people, these much wiser people, you thought I was going to say old, didn't you? <laughs> Let's link up. Let's do something for God. Could you imagine if every single one of us said, hey, praise God for what he's done in these young people's lives, but I went, I went in on it. Y'all can be seated. In the free agency, there are athletes who will call other athletes and say, hey, let's do this together. Let's win a championship. Can I share with you? Let's win some souls. Let's make a difference in Clarksville, Tennessee. Let's do it together. Let's be all in. Hey, hey, the young people have come back, and they're going to wear shirts that say all in. They've got, I've got my own little yellow wristband that says all in. I'm going to wear that thing, but let's be all in together. Let's say, hey, let's make a difference together and make a difference in Clarksville, Tennessee, and in the lives of others. Paul was one who was selfless. Paul was one who was a servant. These young people have come back, and they've said, I'm all in. They're going to be having a servant spirit. They're going to have a selfless spirit. But here's the thing. They have a steadfast spirit. They need a steadfast spirit. He goes on to say in verse number 16, Woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. As he goes on in verse number 16, it says the word for necessity. That word necessity speaks of being required, if you would. Paul not only felt compelled to preach the word, but he knew that it was his given duty to preach the word. Can I share with you, 
Simply because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross, we find that the Great Commission is not just a suggestion, but it is a command in Scripture. It is not something that you should read and you should say, hmm, that's interesting. I wonder who that's to. Can I share with you tonight? It's to you. Let's do it together. Let's make a difference in Clarksville, Tennessee. Let's, let's reach this nation by letting it start right here at Gateway Baptist Church and let it spread out and may a fire consume every single person that we come in contact with because, man, there's something that's different about these people. As I began to think about these young people and I began to think about our church, I, as I was sitting there, I began to think, man, let's be all in together. Let's do it. You say, well, that's a, that's a great challenge. There's a lot that means, that means that there's going to be some work that has to be put in. Let's put it in. You say, ah, that's, just, that's a lot. Christ died for you. Christ died for me. In spite of all that he knew about us. I wonder tonight, if you are sitting there in your seat and you ask this question, what am I willing to sell out to? You see, every single one of us are going to sell out to something. The greatest that you could sell out to is Jesus himself. These young people have surrendered their lives. Many of them already know the will of God. We've got one, two that are going off to Bible college here. And, and you think about, man, what are they going to do? You've got others that are plugging in and know the will of God for their lives. Some of them are trying to go into the military. Some of them are trying to make career uh, advancements, things like that. And they know the will of God for their lives. We've got some others who are coming up in the youth department. And they're praying, what is God's will for my life? But I'll tell you tonight, the will of God for every single one of us is that we would be sold out to the Lord. It's not just something that we should think about. No, no, no. Wherever you're at, sell out. Be a Christian. And tonight, let's commit ourselves to being a church that is all in. Let's link up. Let's do something that only God can do through us. As we began to think about that quote, in D.L. Moody's life and how the Lord used him, it was not anything that D.L. Moody brought to the table except a yielded life. As I began to think about that quote, the world is yet to see what God can do with, for, through, and in a man who is fully and wholly consecrated to him. I believe it could be applied to the church as well. Because within the church is people. And within those people are decisions that are made. And I could be wrong, only, only heaven will tell, but I'm not sure if there's ever been a church that has fully and wholly been consecrated to the Lord. I don't know if there's ever been a church that has truly been given. Every single church member, that they, they died to self and said, All on the altar I give to thee. And tonight, I'm calling every single one of us tonight that's sitting here, and that's in this gymnasium, to say, Lord, I'm all in. I sell out. Could I encourage you tonight? Let's sell out to God. Let's be all in. Let's link up together and make a difference in this nation. Lord, we do thank you. Lord, I pray that you would be with us tonight. Lord, may we be all in. Guide us and direct us. For it's in Jesus' name we do pray.